You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 92, How to Stop Hiding. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for sound and energy medicine practitioners who want to turn their practices into aligned careers that point toward freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Well, hello there. It's been a little bit. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Um, I hope that you're doing something enjoyable. One of my favorite things to do when I'm listening to podcasts is walking. I love walking and listening to podcasts. And sometimes I'll throw on a podcast if I'm, you know, if I've got to do some boring housework (laughs) or something like that. Um, So let me just update you on, on where things have been at. I know it's been a couple weeks since I last published. I just got done teaching Advanced Module 1 Biofield Tuning in San Diego with uh, the founder, Eileen Cusick, and my husband, Matt. And it was a really amazing experience. Not only were the students incredible, oh my gosh, I just have to say, I love biofield tuning, students and practitioners. And that's why I do what I do right now. You know, in coaching and and training, we're taught to select a niche and, you know, select a niche that you feel like you could help, that you feel like you feel really passionate about. And I just, you know, I could have gone weight loss. I could have gone relationship coaching. I could have gone, you know, coaching stepmoms. But I really had this desire to stay with the biofield tuning community and I just wanted more ways to support and um, be surrounded by the people that I really truly love so much. (laughs) So it was just an amazing experience to be in person with a group of 25 practitioners um, and Eileen and Matt and what's really fun about this is that it was six years ago that Matt and I met at that same venue that we taught at. So um, that was super special. And we just celebrated our six-year anniversary a couple days ago. Um, So really feeling feeling a lot of love um, just, you know, between Matt and I, but also we felt it from Eileen. You know, she mentioned something about Matt and I and how we met and how we're bookends and (laughs) had a few students come up and um, just comment on, you know, the connection that's between us. And so that was really great. Um, the other not so great news, but something that I've been, you know, just processing over the last week or so is before we left for the trip, I had to make the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my entire life. I had to um, say goodbye to my I'm starting to tear up now to my kitty, Rumi. He was 12 years old and, you know, he's he was went through a lot with us, um, with me <laughs> in particular. Um, I adopted him in Vermont and I had never had a cat before. And the woman who was adopting him to me said, if you've never had a cat before, you're going to love this one. And oh my gosh, she has no idea how right she was and he was such a special cat 
Um, he moved across the country from Vermont to California um, and then to Oregon. And he's just tolerated so much, you know, through getting so many pets and uh, dog sitting and cat sitting and all the things. And uh, it's just he just holds a really special place in my heart. So if you've ever lost a pet, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm experiencing. And like the grief is really real and I'm feeling the waves. Um, when I was in San Diego, I visited uh, the Philosopher's Stone, which is a crystal shop down there. And I really, I went there with the intention of um, finding something that I could carry with me that would really be a symbol of him and his love from the other side and um I got a Morganite pendant um and I'm wearing it now and I'm holding it as I speak to you and it's just it's just comforting you know having that kind of symbol so I think over the next few months I'm gonna continue to you know collect and create things that just remind me of him so that I you know he's still he's still with me um so uh, thank you for sending your love my way um, and, and holding space as I share that with you because I don't cry <laughs> ever on the podcast. But I think that's, you know, I'm just, I think that's just going to be moving through me over the next who knows how long. Um, like I said, grief is, it's, man, it's intense. Um, thankfully, I have my friend Noemi, who I haven't talked to yet, but she's, um, she's a tuner that um, helps people with grief and Anyway, no, Amy, if you're listening, we'll be talking soon. <laughs> so today's episode is about um, kind of this topic of hiding. And, uh, you know, let me talk about the backstory of, of this first. So when we were in the advanced training in San Diego, Eileen, you know, was being curious as Eileen was and she was asking why aren't there more practitioners listed on the practitioner directory so for those of you who don't know the biofield tuning um, community they have their own practitioner directory if you go to biofieldtuning.com there you can find a practitioner they're all over the world and I think there's about 3,000 practitioners don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. I think that's kind of what we had guessed. And less than half of those practitioners are listed on the directory. Um, and Eileen was just curious, like, why? Why aren't there more practitioners? And I said, I, I said, I know why. You know, I've been practicing, I've been coaching practitioners for a few years now. And I know that there's at least three reasons after talking to people. And so I'm going to share those with you today because I have a feeling that many of you are going to resonate with some of these. And you can just, you know, listen to my thoughts <laughs> as I share them. It's a pretty quick um, podcast episode, but I wanted to put it out there because sometimes, you know, we have this thing that we want to do, whether it's putting ourselves on a practitioner listing or it's getting the word out or, you know, taking that last final step to get our business going. And we don't necessarily have the awareness to what's holding us back. Like we find ourselves pretty stuck in, uh, you know, not doing the thing that we want to be doing. Sorry, I'm a little distracted because the kid just came in and she's talking right outside the door. But um, so here, here are some of the reasons why um, 
And I'm talking specifically about, you know, getting yourself on a directory, putting yourself out there in terms of business. One of the reasons is that practitioners, or you don't feel competent enough yet, even though you're certified. And this can look like, you know, having the thoughts like, I need more practice. I'm not good enough yet. Um, and my thoughts about this are, and I shared this with Eileen, and we both were kind of like, I know, it's, it's interesting, right? Because you have the training. You've gone through the training. You've read the books. You've done the practicums. You've done the homework. You've done it all, and you have your certificate. And there's still this thought, like, I, I need more. I'm not competent enough, eh, enough yet. But guess how you're going to get competent? Well, number one, you, you are because you have all those things. But if you're still not feeling <laughs> that way for whatever reason, the way you're going to get competent is to work with clients. It's going to be to put yourself out there. So we think that before we put ourselves out there, we need to be at a certain level of training. But we can't get to that certain level of training or practice until we've put ourselves out there. And that can feel a little scary for some of you, right? You know, I've heard, I don't feel ready to charge. Okay, then don't charge yet. I mean, you should be charging. <laughs> if you're certified, you have a skill um, that is valuable, right? But if that's what's holding you back, just start, just start working with people. Sure, offer people free sessions or offer people discounted sessions just so you can get the practice that you desire. Okay, so let's talk about the second reason. Um, one of the things that gets in the way of you putting yourself out there is feeling like hiding feels safer. I actually talked with someone at the training who said, you know, I think I want some coaching from you. I've just been hiding. I've just, you know, I don't want to put myself out there. I feel like I feel safer hiding. And one of the things I asked her is, what do you think specifically you're hiding from? And I also ask my clients this when it comes up. And every person, every time has a hard time answering. They, they really start with, I don't know. And so that's one of the interesting things about fear is that we have a fear of something. We're not sure what it, what it is, and we, our brain just doesn't want to go there. It's just like automatically, I'm scared. I'm not going to move any further, right? So I like to ask this question, like, what are you hiding from? And eventually, they come up with some thoughts. One of them is, I'm afraid that if I put myself out there and promote my business more openly, I'll be judged or I'll be criticized or I'll be rejected by others. Um, people not might, might not like what I have to offer. Um, maybe my ideas won't be good enough. And so it's that fear of rejection that's holding them back from taking the bold steps to grow their business. One of the other things that I hear is, they're afraid of making a mistake or they're afraid of failing publicly. They've seen other entrepreneurs, you know, fail in some way and face backlash or get negative reviews and it scares them to think that the same thing could happen. Um, another one is a nagging fear that <laughs> I think a lot of us can relate to this. 
a nagging fear that they're not an expert yet in their field and people are going to see right through you and um, and judge and um, you know it's this whole imposter syndrome preventing us from putting ourselves out there another one is a fear um, of attracting too much attention or not being able to handle the pressure or demands that come with having a practice you know I hear that a lot with people is this they're afraid the floodgates are going to open and they're just going to have so much responsibility that they won't be able to handle it. And I just want to say with that, that's all within our control. Like that's a whole other podcast episode about saying yes when you mean yes and saying no when you mean no. When the floodgates open, <laughs> you can build a dam, right? I don't know. No, like seriously though, you don't have to – Get everybody that requests an appointment in your calendar that day or that week. You can start to schedule out, and that would actually be amazing because if you start to have a wait list of about two to three months, you can start offering group sessions just like that and have that demand there, okay? And then the last one that I've heard, kind of more rarely, but I have heard it, is a concern about privacy and safety. So they're hiding because they feel like Putting themselves out there means exposing some personal details. Um, and, you know, maybe there's a potential for online harassment or threats or, um, you know, losing your job because you have interests in these other things. All of these fears, you know, all of these examples that I listed, they're valid. Putting yourself out there requires risk in some way whether that's a risk of rejection, of embarrassment, failure, or safety. We're taking risks every day, though, every day. So it's interesting that we put such a focus on, and I think it's because it, it's so new for so many of you, but we put such a focus on the risk of having a business and being an entrepreneur and being a practitioner. But you're taking risks every day. Think about it. Every time you get in a car, you're taking a risk, right? Because you can't control the outcome. And it is the same thing with having a business. We can't control what other people are, are going to think of us or what the economy does or what some weird creep does online. But just like we can't control everything that happens when we get into a car, we take precautions, Um we fasten our seatbelts, we pay attention to traffic lights and rules of the road, and we drive under the speed li limit, you know, things like that. We take the risk. We take the risk of getting in the car, knowing that we've done our part to prepare. And notice how you're not focusing on this every day. You're not focusing on the risk of getting into a car each day. Mostly because you've shown your brain so many times that getting into a car is actually pretty safe. You know, more often than not, you've been safe. Um, and so you don't focus on that risk very much. You're focusing on where you want to go that day. You want to go to the grocery store. You want to go to the park, wherever it is that you're going in that car. So I want to invite you to do the same thing with your business. Acknowledge that there's always going to be a risk that emotional risk, the financial risk, the safety risks, and do what you can to prepare and move forward anyway.
focusing on your goals and serving others. So I do, so I do have a little agenda here <laughs> in this episode, right? And like, I really want to inspire you not to hide, to put yourself out there, especially if having a business, having a practice is, you know, the idea that you have for yourself um, that's going to create a life full of fulfillment and a life of passion and service. That's my agenda here <laughs> is to inspire you to move forward anyway. Now, I have one more thing that I've heard a lot from my clients, and um, that is, you know, why you're hiding. You're not feeling ready in some way. And whether that's your website or having your business license or having a location or you know, you can come up with all kinds of logistical reasons not to move forward because you're not feeling ready. And I've seen it all. I've seen practitioners launch thriving practices without a website or any type of marketing. I've seen them practice without insurance. I'm not suggesting that you do that. Um, but I want you to know that ready really is whenever you decide that it is. So I just want you to notice if you're using the excuse of not having a location or a website or some other logistical step as a reason not to move forward. And there's definitely like, there's a difference between like, I don't know, really wanting that foundation. This kind of ties into the thing that I was talking about before. You want the precautions, you want to prepare but if we're heavily focused on the fear, heavily focused on the risk, we're going to get stuck in the preparation and not move forward. So what I, I was working with a client the other day on, you know, she gave me this big list of um, things that she wanted to accomplish in order to launch her business. And we just kind of chipped through all of what are the essentials. So look at that. If you have a list like that, look at the list. What are the things that feel in integrity for you to have done and marked as complete in order to move forward? And what are the things that can kind of develop and grow with you and evolve over time? It do, they don't have to be done. I don't want you to wait until you find the perfect place or the, have the perfect website because believe me, you will always find something to improve. It'll never be perfect. So just start somewhere. You have my full permission, not that you need it, <laughs> but if you feel like you need someone's permission to just start where you are and put yourself out there, go for it. And of course, if you need any help with this at all, I'm here. Um, you can grab the Harness your emotional awareness to grow your business roadmap at JillianFaldmo.com. That can take you through the process of feeling the fear, really leaning into it and moving forward from a place of maybe more confidence, right? All right, my friend, that's all I have for you today. And I hope this was helpful. It was a little short, a little, might've been a little all over the place. The kids are literally screaming outside the office door right now. I gave, the, I actually gave them permission. I said, go ahead and make as much noise as you want because I have this microphone where you probably can't hear them, but it was actually really distracting. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that next time. 
<laughs> All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Are you a sound and energy medicine practitioner who wants to grow your business, but don't know where to start? Maybe you're feeling confused, overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling self-doubt. Well, I've got the perfect resource for you and it's free. Head on over to JillianFaldmo.com to get the Harness Your Emotional Awareness to Grow Your Business Roadmap. It's a roadmap that's designed just for you to turn those emotions like confusion, fear, whatever it is that's stopping you from growing your business into emotions that will actually fuel the action to grow your business. You've got this. Head over to JillianFaldmo.com to claim it now. Thank you.